0: This series has always been known for its criminal element, especially when Congress is in session. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential Axe Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby, and I'm Laura. And this week, we are talking Season 3, Episode 23, Wet Wired. This episode aired May 10th, 1996. It was written by Matt Beck, who is the VFX guy on the show. And it was directed by Rob Bowman. And I don't know why, but I never knew it was directed by the VFX guy. But I feel like, Knowing that and rewatching the episode, I was like, okay, I can see it. Right. Like, there's a lot of points of this. I feel like it felt very like a fan wrote it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, and then there were like a lot of references in a way that, like, I, one, I'm not 100% sure if they were intentional. But like, there's like references, there's like lines that Mulder says that Scully has said before. Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was very much like, okay, I can see, I can see someone very passionate about the show. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, what if Scully actually was like the one that kind of became unhinged and Mulder had to help her. Right. I love the vision of that. Yes. (laughs) So the plot of this episode is Mulder gets a tip from plainclothes man and he is looking into some murders. And so he and Scully go to investigate and there's the, the connection between the murders is they really like TV and they record TV. So they watch the videotapes of the TV and this affects Scully, but it doesn't affect Mulder. And so she starts to go a wall, and Mulder has to find her and help her out and figure out who is doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Beck said that he was inspired to write this episode because at the time, especially it was a big like how much does TV and movies affect people's behavior? Mm -hmm. That was, like, that's not, that exact phrase isn't really a a talking point now. Like, I think we're kind of like, it doesn't really, I mean, it can, but it doesn't really.
1: We've we've moved on to video games, and even though that's (laughs) mostly been, like, discredited to an extent, it, like, is still kind of, like, more of a our focus is, like, video games, especially, like, first-person shooters and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was definitely... A thing. I feel like now it's, like, um, does Facebook... Does Facebook algorithm
1: radicalize
0: uh, old people? Which it does. Yes.
1: <laughs> and does Instagram make young people depressed? Yes. Yes,
0: yes. Does it, like, promote, like, ED... Pro-ED content? Yeah. Like, eating disorders? Yeah, now it's, sure. now it's
1: Now it's, does, does social media rot our brains? Which and it the, does! And the answer is yes, actually. <laughs> It's horrible.
0: It really is. Uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so the cold open is we open in a foggy woods and a man is digging a hole. Very creepy music. I think the score is really good this episode. Mm-hmm. That like, um, I don't really know how to describe it, but like the kind of, it's yeah. like, it's light, but it's very creepy. Yeah. And he's burying a body. <laughs> and as he pulls a body into the grave, he says, your killing days are over. And we see it's a man. And he goes home, and there's a shot uh, of him washing his hands in the sink, which is like a very rote shot now. Mm. I don't know if it was then. Probably. But he's washing his bloody, muddy hands, and he turns and he sees the man again, but he's in a different outfit, so he hits him with a shovel, and then the cops get called. And they're also the same man. It's very weird. Yeah. It's definitely like who what's going on? Yeah, and like he's like, Why? I just killed you. Yeah. And then I killed you again. And now there's two other you's here. (laughs) Like, what is going on? And he goes to attack the cop, and the cop wrestles him, and one of them tases him. And then there's like this kind of glitch effect on the face, and it becomes the cop's normal face. And then they look in the trunk and it was he killed his wife and he realizes he killed his wife and it's like, very, ki- I, I really like this cold of it, it's just I, so confusing. I literally wrote,
1: I wrote, uh-oh, murdered his wife. <laughs> whoops,
0: that's a whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> and then we have the credits and we're in DC at 2 AM and Mulder's sitting in his car alone. And then we have the plainclothes man. Awful name, I think. Like why, he's wearing yeah. a suit, like what's the plainclothes? Right. <laughs> But that's how they referenced him in the books I was looking at, and he he only really showed up because Stephen Williams he was on a show I think it was LA Heat I want to say, and it conflicted, so mm-hmm. he couldn't shoot these scenes, so they gave it to this guy. So that's why X isn't the one telling Mulder this. It's this guy. But it
1: it adds to the episode though. It adds to the paranoia. It's very good. Though. It really is. It a It actually great works move. well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Mulder not realizing he's being played by X is such a good mm-hmm. turn in the episode. And then X having to kind of, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but like kind of having to sell this guy out right? really helps too. And he gets in his, the guy gets in his car, in Mulder's car, and Mulder is immediately like, you're late, you're two hours late. I've been sitting here like, <laughs> just you, me, and the drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he's, this is why you can't leave him alone for two hours. He's just going to think of like 10 quits to go, mm-hmm. you know? He's been prepping the entire time. And I like the guys, this area has always been known for its criminal element. And Mulder's, especially when Congress is in session. Got him. Boom roasted.
1: <laughs> best best mold, Mulder quip, because he's right. <laughs> he's
0: right. Go off king. Yeah. And he gives him an article for the, uh of the guy from the cold open and, and Mulder's like, How am I supposed to believe? Like, why would I believe this? How do I know you're just not playing me? It's like, I guess you don't. And also, Mulder, you like to get played. You always get played by your sources. So I don't know why you're complaining. (laughs) So then Mulder, like the sucker that he is, does investigate. (laughs) So he goes to the uh, psychiatric hospital the man is at. And Scully shows up. And I like her, sorry, traffic was really bad. Yeah. (laughs) She does not want to be there. It's pretty funny. Yeah, she's like, why are we here? (laughs) I drove, because this is in Maryland, so it's close, but I don't really know about DC traffic. I imagine it just takes forever to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. But Mulder catches her up on this, and and then there was a babysitter that killed the kids she was watching because she said they were wolves. And they talked to this guy named Dr. Stroman, and
1: he's like, maybe meth. Yeah. He like is really not helpful. Yeah, like what? <laughs> He's like, "I don't know, chronic meth use, And it's like, "Why would what? you jump to this conclusion? Like, especially over something like schizophrenia too?" Right. Like where you're seeing and hearing people that aren't necessarily there, even though they are there, but it's not the people they think they are, you know? It's mm-hmm. like I feel like there's other diagnoses you would jump to first besides just chronic methamphetamine use. Also,
0: doesn't meth have, like, other symptoms? Yeah. Like, uh, isn't it the teeth? Or am I thinking of something else?
1: No, I think it rots your teeth. Yeah, um, so, like, if he doesn't have any of these
0: other, like, secondary markers, it's sort of, like...
1: Yeah, especially, like, with the amount of meth you would need to be taking to have so- those sort of, like, chronic hallucinations, because he's committed, like, several murders, actually. It's not just, like like, his wife and that one dude we saw at the beginning, it was actually a couple other people, so mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like there would be other indicators that he had been using amphetamines.
0: Exactly. And as they're talking, the guy starts screaming, and so they go in to sedate him, and he was watching TV, and it was the news, and it was uh, a story about this a general in the former Yugoslavia. Uh, They pronounced it, but I blanked on it like yeah uh Yaras Yaroslav Miroskovic
1: yeah i think that's that it that
0: was kind of close yeah and i think like this isn't a real dude it was like a stand in for someone involved in the the bosnian wars in the 90s uh, maybe it was um supposed to be like slobodan milosevic Milosevic, I, I looked it up, I'm not good at pronouncing it, but sorry, right. Brad, if you're listening, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that I butchered that. So they go to the, uh, they go to the guy's house. Sc- Scully, it's, it's kind of funny to me that Scully kind of throws Mulder's line that he mentioned earlier back in him without her really knowing it when she says, aren't you worried about being used? Which, like, he is, because mm-hmm. he said that to the source. But he, he's just like, well, I mean, there are murders happening and she's like come on like you could at least say yeah of course i'm being worried about being used and as they walk to the house he holds up the police tape for her to go under very chivalrous very cute so cute and they hear a yell and they go to they pull out their guns but it's just some kids watching tv
1: what kids would break into a house (laughs) that's a crime scene to watch their big screen tv
0: i personally wouldn't but i can i can see it you know what i mean Yeah, it just, that is just. I bet they have the biggest TV in the neighborhood, right? Like, because now it's like everybody has kind of big TVs.
1: Probably, but these also seem like kind of rich kids cutting school, too. That's true. It's like what are y'all doing here? That was just, like, so confusing to me. I'm like, I was also, like, Mulder, like, y'all should go back to school. Yeah, I love how he's just like, I'm not going to escalate this any
0: further. Just leave.
1: Yeah, I like how they go towards to leave through the window they they got in through, and Mulder's like, no, use the front door. I also love when uh, the kids ask Mulder, uh, are we in trouble? And he has this kind of, like,
0: smirk and, like, does this not. It's very cute. And then as they leave, he, like, pats one of their heads. It's like, wow, it's a real dad dad moment here. And <laughs> Mulder sees that the cables suddenly count. And there's a guy messing with the cable box. And he's like, hmm, interesting. And Scully calls him over and there's like a big case of VHSs. And she's like, look at these. And he goes, anything interesting? Anything good? And she just gives him this like irritated
1: look. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of in her head is like, not what you normally watch on videotape. I know. Holder. She was like,
0: <laughs> she, she was holding back her usual quip about his porn collection. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, v- it's cable news. And I don't think the show is like necessarily mocking these people for recording the TV. But uh, it's funny because now like people would like absolutely love that because it's mm-hmm. such a time capsule especially of the have the commercials um because I, I think just like data hoarding now that we can now that we have cheap and affordable like mass storage um data hoarding is like a really it's big like people are really passionate about it yeah so i like i i can i can just picture the people would be like i would love to get my hands on the svhs <laughs> right right <laughs> I think there was also, there was a woman, I, I'm blanking on her name, but there was this woman who, she worked for a news station in, I want to say Philadelphia, and she recorded like the news and they like digitized it and it's like a huge like collection. it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think she died and her yeah. like, children got all of the tapes like digitized or something and it was yeah. like an insane like collection of like all of these like news stories and stuff that like mm-hmm. would have been lost or wasn't necessarily a record of.
0: Yeah, I really wish I could remember her name, but... Yeah, I remember that, too. But Scully's like, maybe this is it, you know? And Mulder's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) And they're at the hotel. The neon sign. Incredible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So 90s. And Mulder's eating his sunflower seeds and drinking his soda and watching the tape. And he looks kind of miserable. This isn't the tape he wants to be watching. Yeah, you know
1: he, I mean? he he looks like he's about to lose it.
0: <laughs> and his, his very messy VHS pile compared to Scully's like very, very organized.
1: organized. <laughs> I also like how he's just kind of watching random dates where she's picking like relevant dates. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a smarter way to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he
0: goes in to talk to Scully. It just immediately like plops on the couch. And he looks, he looks so perfect in this episode. <laughs> There's just something like very fun about his whole vibe. He's so over it. He's over it, which he usually isn't. He's usually more gung ho, mm-hmm. and he just has this like boyish charm to him. I think this episode, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but this is like the platonic ideal of Mulder to me. That's, I mean, that's kind of why I picked the episode. This episode means a lot to me. <laughs> But not for any, like, obvious
1: reasons. It's just fun. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, a very good episode, actually. It's a great next-to-last
0: episode yeah. of the season. It's so angsty. It is. It's We get so much, like... It's a fun subversion of the dynamic. Uh, yeah. With, like, Scully being the one that needs help. But not, like, because she got kidnapped. Because she's, like, losing it, you know? Right. And I looked up um how long... V- how much time VHS is... Can keep
2: you mm-hmm. know and
0: as uh it looks like a standard one is four hours, which isn't that long, really, yeah, if you're recording like two hours in the news, you know, you only get two nights,
1: right, that dude has a lot of VHS tapes, like a lot of tapes,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the the like little um the bug in the corner says v n n, but then Mulder references to actual c n n hosts and bernard Bernard Shaw and Bobby Batiste. So that's kind of funny to me, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: like barely, barely concealing. They were talking about CNN and yeah, well, as you said, Scully like looked at the date that he did some murders and was like, there were, you know, reports on Miliskovich then. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think this is like 80 yard in like the line. I don't know if they just like mispronounced it the first time and they had to add it or if it like didn't get picked up, but it, I think they kind of messed up though. Cause it's like. It sounds a little different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ADRs that doesn't isn't quite mixed just right. You know, which it's like, I don't blame them, but it's
0: extremely difficult. ADR <laughs> is difficult. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And Scully, you know, her kind of hypothesis is the violence about this general doing a bunch of war crimes in Bosnia it somehow influenced him to do crimes, and Muller's like. I don't know. You're, that's a stress. You he know? he goes
1: off on this whole rant about how like violent TV leading to violent people is like pseudoscience. Yeah. And it's actually really funny because it's normally Scully's rant. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and, and he's like this, this, that hinges on the idea that Americans are just empty vessels waiting to be filled by whatever, you know? Right. And yeah. and But he has this line that I found confusing because she mentions like there's a connection between violence on TV and like actual violence. Mm-hmm. And he says studies have also shown casual connections between cow flash lens and the depletion of the ozone layer.
1: I don't know if that was supposed to be dismissive because like that's real. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. That was kind of confusing. It's like, yeah, see like methane and like. Yeah. Are you trying to dismiss her casual warming? Her causal connection by this causal connection, but this causal connection is real. Real? (laughs) It's like it's yeah, it's a bit like, okay, so you bring, bring up the depletion of the ozone layer. Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like those are like it's not a major like factor. It is a factor, right? Obviously, burning gas, fossil fuels is way more, and like industrial waste is like way more Uh of like causal connections. But yeah, yeah, like of of like the
0: methane, like the factors that show the increase in methane in the ozone. I I even think cal is it's
1: pretty low. Yeah like, is pretty low on the list. Yeah, like
0: it's I think it's a big chunk of the methane, but not. But methane isn't the leading for the ozone, so right. it's like, yeah, no one's saying this is the only reason, <laughs> right? But yeah, he calls it pseudoscience made to make political book. That was a good line. Yeah, it was. And and Scalia's like, okay, well, what's your explanation? And he's like, I'm working on it. It's mm-hmm. percolating. <laughs> And I'm just obsessed with him, like, lurking in her doorway as he leaves. Like, what is that? <laughs> What's going on here? What? He's just on one tonight. What were we going for here? <laughs> I'm know. not complaining. I just would like to know. <laughs> and as Scully is watching the tape, she hears a phone ring in Mulder's room. Which isn't, like, it has the creepy music. And so it's sort of like,
1: this is something, but we don't quite know what it is yet. And this is a shitty hotel, so you could definitely hear a phone ring from the connected room. Yes, yes. And Scully goes to
0: get ice. She loves her ice. She does. She loves her hotel ice. I would just
1: like to say, she looks really good in this vending machine light. Like, (laughs) damn, Jillian Anderson is so beautiful. She is. She's incredible. Like, that's not necessarily good lighting, but she looks so good in it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And she sees Mulder in the car talking to someone, and she's like, what's this? And it's cigarette smoking, man, and he's giving her- him a tape. And then they drive off, and we're like, what's going on here? Yeah. And Scully is freaked. She's freaked out. And then we have a scene... Um, I guess it was, a, I guess we're kind of going back in time because,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or I guess he, she could have killed him in the morning, but maybe this happened the day before. Anyway, m- maybe it happened in the morning because then- I
1: think it was the early morning.
0: Yeah, because then he tells Scully, but it's like already morning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a, w- a woman is watching fake Prices Right. It's on CBS, so they can't use the name. And I said uh, the Price is nice i think it was yeah something like that (laughs) it's very clearly the price is right though yeah and she has the yellow rubber gloves on to like do dishes which is so funny to me (laughs) who does
1: that i don't know see i don't like doing dishes because the like touching like wet food is disgusting but also like wearing gloves while doing dishes is also a weird tactile thing for me too so it's like yeah Mm, I think I'd rather just not wear the gloves. Yeah. Well, my thing is I also don't fill up the sink with water. Right.
0: So I don't think I need gloves. You know, I just rinse them off. I scrub and I rinse. Right. But she sees this weird glitch in the sink, too. So we're like, oh, no, something's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's all around her house. And she looks out the window and she sees a man in the hammock with a woman on top of him. And they're kind of fooling around. And she gets pissed, and she grabs a shotgun and kills him. And then we find out, because we have Scully just looking so stressed, She's chewing mm-hmm. on her nails. She looks mad and just on the verge of a meltdown. Yeah. Because she is. Really, yeah. And Mulder knocks on her door to tell her that there's been another murder they have to go to. And she gets in the car, she immediately checks the ashtray to see if there is any cigarette. Smoke there, we, or you know, ashes, and there weren't, so it's sort of like, okay, maybe she didn't shoot, see what she thought she saw, and she asks, Did you move the
1: car? and he says, No. Or she said... She said the car has been moved. Did you go anywhere last night?
0: Yeah. And he's like, no. And he's like, well, I got a paper this morning. (laughs) Oh, that bitch. (laughs) He didn't even realize how much hot water he was putting himself in. It's like
1: kind of really funny because it's like you could have like just said like, oh, I went and got the paper this morning. But like he doesn't realize how sort of like stressed out she is like immediately right now. He's not picking up on it. Yeah. He jokes around and it's like, dude, that is not not the time to joke around like she's no. in a trauma response state right now he
0: really should have he really should have picked up on it earlier I know I don't know why he didn't I don't either maybe because he's a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah see because I feel like Mulder Mulder is like really receptive to people's feelings mm-hmm. when he wants to right or like because it's not that he isn't receptive to people's feelings, because that would be one thing. But, like, he he has shown in the past that he can be really
1: receptive. Right. It's definitely, like, sometimes he chooses to not be. Not that he's necessarily making this choice, but I don't know. Maybe sometimes... It's, it's just, just like a like, lull. He just gets into a lull. He doesn't think about it. Right. And there's this, like, anxiety, too, that, like, that Scully has that, like, in this scene that, like, I don't know, like, maybe we pick up on because, like, we're also, like, women. And so, like, sometimes that, like, it's, like, that, like, level of stress, but you're, like, trying to, like, kind of, like, hide it. But I don't know. Like, I picked up on it. I mean, obviously, because we know that she's kind of freaking out. But Yeah, like, yeah. We got the score telling outside us. outside of that, it's it's pretty clear that something's something's up. Yeah, she's, like, a lot... She's, like, curt. Right. You know? Yeah, when she's not normally. I don't know. It's definitely a vibe. Totally. So, they go to the murder... And it's the man in the
0: hammock, and he wasn't her husband, it was her neighbor, and he wasn't in the hammock with the blonde, he was in the hammock with his golden retriever. Mm. Like, damn. And there was a... Yeah, he was
1: just napping with his dog.
0: Yeah, and there was a... um, He was a good shot where, like, when we get to this scene, it's like... (laughs) The blood dripping through the hammock onto the grass. And it's like, that was a great shot. Yeah. Really set the tone, you know. This just happened. Yeah, yeah. He's still leaking fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that neighbor's name is John Gilnitz. And this is actually a reference to the writers. It's a combo of writers. John Scheiben, Vince Gilligan, and Frank Spotnitz. (laughs) This isn't the last time we hear the name. So then they go to the woman's house and her name is Helene Redock and she was very into QVC she's got so much stuff just so much stuff she has a hoarder house how does she get all this stuff when her husband she just seems to be a stay-at-home wife I, I i kind of assume yeah and and he's a long haul trucker i don't think they make that much money like they're not they make decent money but like
1: not buy a bunch of crap money i mean credit card debt yeah probably <laughs> that's what i'm thinking that good old mid 90s credit card debt That's
0: true. And I love Mulder's impulse to immediately get on the exercise chair and goof around because that's me. He's so relatable. (laughs) (laughs) But she has a chest full of tapes too. But what is she taping? Like QVC? Who knows? I guess. But, and then Mulder sees another. Oh, she's
1: taping a lot of different game shows. She had like a Jeopardy tape and like Wheel of Fortune. So she's taping game shows, but is also addicted to QVC at the same time. That makes a lot of sense, you know,
0: winning money, spending money. They kind of go
1: hand in hand.
0: And Mulder sees another cable guy. And now it's it's not a coincidence. It's suspicious. Yeah. And I kind of was wondering on your thoughts on, because we have Mulder go out to climb the pole to get whatever it was. Mm -hmm. We see Scully look out the window and I think the music, the effect of the music makes it Sort of like my first thought when she does that is that like this is a hallucination on her part, right. which I really liked yeah. that setup. And then we realize that's real. It, yeah, it kind of continues to like unsettle us. Like I think we know that the c- cigarette smoking man isn't meeting with Mulder because that's not Mulder's vibe, right? But I do like this idea that like it still is kind
1: of hard to tell what she's seeing is real and what isn't, right? it definitely makes it because like she's basically having a manic episode the entire time right so it definitely like it it adds that on our end too like it's like wait like is she just hallucinating Mulder climbing up this like this you know like electrical pole but um like no he actually is because he's (laughs) trying to get at the cable box yeah um but, yeah, no, it definitely... It's it's a good addition of, like, Scully kind of starting to question her reality a little bit more. hmm And so he gets the thing, the little cable
0: scrambler or whatever it is. And Scully's like, okay, you can take it to Pendrel. Mm-hmm. Or she kind of says, like, we can take it to Pendrel. hmm And sort of, like, she wants it because she's suspicious. And it's kind of funny because, um... I feel like we're kind of in Scully's perspective here because mm-hmm. Mulder's like, he seems suspicious and maybe that's just says like... He seems very
1: dismissive. But yeah. again, I think he, he doesn't realize her mental state yet. Yeah, like I wonder how much of the tone coming across is because
0: I'm sort of seeing this from Scully's eyes. Mm-hmm. But he says like, no, I'll do it. I'll take it. You go. And why don't you go question, question it, the wife? Yeah. And, he, and the way he delivers the line, it makes more sense for you to talk to her. It just seemed a little off even for him. Yeah. But I think that's more because we're watching it from Scully's perspective, sort of.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: And then we get the lone gunman. He actually takes the lone gunman. Of course he does. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's also because he's not gonna take it to Pendril, Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like, no, that's your boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and but it was it's so nice. It's because. This happens, there are like a handful of uh, Monster of the Week episodes where this happens, but this is a lot of mythology people in a Monster
1: of the Week episode, mm-hmm. you know? Because we have Cigarette Smoking Man, The Lone Gunman, X, like, wow. It's really kind of tying it into like, this is the end of the season, you know? Yeah, it feels like it's doing, all, it's doing some work for the mythology mm-hmm. in a Monster of the Week.
0: And they explain that there's some sort of hidden message in it, but they can't figure out exactly what it is. And the bars—they show him the bars and tones, which is just so funny. To me. I love it. The bars and tones—we, mm-hmm. I don't think we use those anymore. No, nope. because it was for like color matching or or you know showing the color of the TV. I think right, and everything's digital now too. Exactly, and they even explain how the TV works, and they're like, it, it like. It's a rapid series of images on a tube. And I'm like, there's no tubes anymore. I don't know. <laughs> That's not how TVs work anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, but they're, like, doing their whole presentation to Mulder. And it's fun that Mulder's on the other side of presentation because he's irritated. He's like, okay, like, let's let's pick up the pace folks." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is you with Scully every mm-hmm. other episode. <laughs> hmm But they can't find out what it's admitting yet. So we will have to come back to that. mm
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So Mulder's in the car and he's heading back to Scully. And he's fixing to call her, but she calls him first. And he's like, Oh, hey, I was just about to call you. And she is just high she's wired. Pissed. She is just, she's like, So you took it to Pendril? Or you, you got it looked at? And he was like, Yeah. And he's like, I called Pendril. He said
1: you never showed up. And he's like, Well, I didn't take it to Pendril. This is very much just, like, kind of like she's trying to catch him red-handed cheating. Yes. yes. And I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's like, you can't out- outsmart me. Like, I know you didn't go to Pendrel.
0: Yeah. Who are this, you seeing behind my back? This is the exact tone of, like, wife calls husband. It's like, I called and faced the office and they said you left several hours ago. Where are you? Yep.
1: She's got um good uh, Betty Draper vibes <laughs> in this. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> And he's like, Well, I don't want to talk about it
1: over the phone. Uh-huh. And then she heard, starts hearing the clicking
0: because it's like the power of suggestion for her. Like,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: she's like, What's that noise? And
1: and he's like, Are you okay? How are you just this realizing is, this? Yeah, I was like, this is crazy that this is his first tip off that she's not okay. It's like, no, not her <laughs> grilling him on like not going to see Pendrel or anything like that, but like No, like the like her hearing noises. Which is kind of funny. Like, did he just Part of me just wonders if like Mulder thought she was just being extra bitchy because she was, like, on her period or something. <laughs> like, you know, I almost said that earlier. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, you know, she's just being hormonal, but when, like, no, she's actually genuinely upset.
0: Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference, even for me, you know? Uh, well,
1: <laughs> fair, yeah, totally, but also, dude. Yes. It's like his first clue in, like, oh, maybe yeah. this is not just, like, her period.
0: Yeah. No, sometimes I'll, like, just get so irritated. I'm just like, what is wrong with me?
1: And then we're like... Oh, I know what's wrong with me. (laughs) It's usually for me, like a couple days before, I'm like, why am I so pissed? And then I'm like, oh, that was why.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And so she is just spiraling and she tears up her apartment or not her apartment. She tears up
1: the hotel Mm -hmm. looking for bugs. It's a very good scene. There's lots of close-up shots of the face and of what she's tearing apart, and it's like really heightens the anxiety. Like Mm -hmm. she's freaking out. There's even when she gets into, I think it's the bathroom, and she takes the light
0: fixture off. Mm -hmm. There's a a a fun blooper where like she's doing that, but she almost drops it, and then (laughs) she does like the Jillian laugh, where it's just like her laugh is so contagious and so fun. It's like it's such it's kind of a bummer she plays someone as like. You know, like straight lace the scully sometimes. Scully doesn't like,
1: laugh a lot,
2: yeah. We need
0: more scully laughs. It feels it's she a- deserves to laugh. More. Yeah, exactly. Like when she cracks a smile, I'm just like it feels so like good. a gift. It's it's yeah. it's it's uncommon and, and you just cherish those moments where she like the says a line or something and she's like, mm? <laughs> <laughs> And and then we even see her get this glitchy thing. She's looking at mm-hmm. her completely destroyed hotel and it's all looking weird. And then Mulder pulls up, and he has the office manager try to open the door, but she had done the latch, the lock latch thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what those are called, but the, like, uh, the chain? The and chain the, lock, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, the chain lock. So the hotel manager opens the door but can't open it fully because of the chain lock, and then she shoots at them. Yep. And she shoots at the top of the door, so she doesn't seem like she's actually she's, trying to kill them. Yeah,
1: not trying to kill them more, just trying to scare them away, I yeah. think. And so she shoots, and she bolts out
0: the door, and Mulder busts through the door looking for her, but she had gone out the back, which I've never been in a hotel where there are two, room, that, two doors. That seems scary. Yeah, very scary. This is a really sketch hotel. Like, what is going on here? Right. <laughs> Why is there, like, a door in the bathroom? <laughs> I know. And then at 6 a.m., and Mulder calls Maggie Scully. It's a poor woman. She, she's awoken. Also, her nightstand has a picture of Scully, a picture of Melissa, a picture of her with the baby. So I'm not sure if the baby is supposed to be Bill Jr. or Charlie, but one of her kids are not on her nightstand. <laughs> and I hope it's Bill Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh she have a picture of Mulder on her nightstand. <laughs> her son-in-law.
1: <laughs> yeah, she has a picture of Mulder, but not one of her children.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have no clue which one it is. Like, is it yeah. Charlie? Is it? I did
1: notice that the sons weren't obviously there. Yeah, she's like, fuck it my sons. Like, yeah, it's like you know her daughters. But then- yeah, it's
0: all about the Scully
1: women, the yeah, Scully I mean- men, Garboat.
0: Yeah, and also he calls Scully Dana, which makes sense because mm-hmm. you know he's talking to. But he like know. hardly ever calls her that, and like sometimes. <gasps> It's very sweet in this scene because yeah. it's like talking to Scully's mom. And he's worried about her. He's so worried. Right. And like he knows that Maggie would be worried. So he's like, I have to tell her, you know. And he's like.
2: There's some confusion here. She's missing. What do you mean missing? Well, she ran off last night. Um, we, we, we're looking for her as best we can, but we are a little concerned. Oh my
0: God. And. So he tells her this and she's like, and the first thing she says when he calls is like, what's wrong? Right. Because she's like, why would,
1: why would he call her? This poor traumatized woman. I think, I think they should chat more often, you know? Right. Just to like, so it's not like every time she gets a call from him, it's like, is, is, is my daughter dead? Exactly. He says, I'm very sorry, but I have to hang up and Mm. I have
0: to get some more. I'll call you when I get more info. She's like, Fox, please do not hang up. And he's like, I'm very sorry. Bye. Rude. Yeah. And he goes to talk to Skinner, and Mulder's like, why are we doing this as if she's an escape ex- escaped convict? Like, there's U.S. Marshals everywhere. And he's like, he-
1: she sh- tried to shoot you, and, like, the hotel manager. It's yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't her fault. <laughs> yeah, like, he, she is technically armed and dangerous. Yes,
0: yes. He's like, no, no. And, he- and-, and he's like, you know, if they find her, just watch her and have me, I'll go talk to her. I can get her to calm he down. He
1: literally tells Skinner to ask the police to not confront her if they find her. <laughs> yes. And Skinner's like, uh, that's not what the police do, buddy. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, I can talk to her.
0: She'll listen to me. And Skinner's like, she didn't listen to you last night. She just tried to shoot at you, Mulder. <laughs> I just loved his very sweet like, no, no, no. She didn't mean to do that. <laughs>
1: it's not her fault. It isn't it's not, her fault.
0: But. But it's it also funny because like he he just seems so convinced that like if I talk to her it'll work you know, and Sanders like what is going on and he kind of gives him some details about certain videotapes they watched which is such a weird way to phrase that
1: yeah it <laughs> makes it sound more like they were watching porn Mulder than if you had just been like <laughs> we recovered evidence from a crime scene that was certain on videotapes
0: video we recovered from a crime scene.
1: Not porn, (laughs) just the news.
0: Yeah, we were watching VNN. And so Skinner's like, well, you need to get more information and get to her first then. Sorry. Yeah. And so he tapes the X on his window. But the lone gunman actually call first and say that they found some info. But he has to come because Big Brother might be listening. Which, of course. Like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. So they they do more of their uh, AV tech stuff. And I love the... Buyer's line.
2: Using some interpolating freeware, we pulled out off the net.
0: So good. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) I love it. We do still use the term freeware, but like I not commonly. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just a funny. It's a funny phrase. You know, they were on
1: some deep message boards and stuff. Yes,
0: yes. They're they're just sharing code with each other.
1: I love it. That's very cute. They're very online for the nineties. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think we would be friends. Mm-hmm. I think they would drive me up the wall, but we could be friends. Yeah. And Briars mentioned something about the photic driving response, which I tried to look up and I got some info, but it seems to be that it's like a pattern used to, with like, uh, I think it was EEGs to try to trigger abnormal brain activity, uh, mm-hmm. frequently with like diagnosing seizures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're telling them all this and I i adore molders bring it
2: home boys
1: <laughs> i think it's cute it's, i like their explanation it's so cute it's so funny it's it, like i'm the lone gunman and my wife is Mulder in this scene <laughs> and she's
0: telling me to wrap it
1: up <laughs> yeah and and they're like mind control let's go let's go mind
0: control let's go and i love their you know the soviets in the u.s have been experimenting with this technology for quite a while And then Pro Hickey's, not to mention Madison Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) And Walter's like, well, why was I not affected? And they're like, I don't know. And he's like, I'm red, green, colorblind. Does this ever get mentioned ever again? No. I was about to say. Does it make no sense? Because he has seen, I think, he's seen the alien blood, which is green.
1: Yeah. This was so funny to me. It was like. (laughs) Well, he's just red, green, colorblind. Very temporarily. This has never been established before, and it will never be mentioned again, but this is the only explanation for why he wouldn't Mm -hmm. be affected by this. Yep. That was hilarious to me. Yeah. that's so funny. You
0: watch it, and you're like, okay, I can tell that this is a beginner script, you know? (laughs) Right. I need a few more passes.
1: I still really like
0: the episode, but, like, yeah. It would
1: be, it would be, like, it's not a bad, like, pass for the story necessarily like it makes sense that like okay like it, it doesn't affect someone who is red green colorblind mm-hmm. right? but you have to make Molder red green color- colorblind right, for the entire show you can't necessarily do that with your main character when it's not already established that they are and then you also don't necessarily establish it later on either it's just like completely ignored um because there are moments where it would it would matter <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> earlier on yeah like Scully's hair is red you know what I mean <laughs>
1: I know there's different levels and stuff, so I don't know. There are. And it is, it's also like very funny because like most like people who are colorblind are are men, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a sex-linked mm-hmm. thing, um, sex linked thing. Sex chromosome linked thing. But it's like, I don't know. It's just like really kind of lazy. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, and the X-Files like,
0: I feel like they have a very mixed track record yeah. for like continuity. There are some writers that like, Put a lot of thought into continuity, like specifically Vince Gilligan Mm -hmm. Um, and definitely some others too, but like the mythology is a mess most of the time and the X-Files very famously didn't have a show Bible.
1: Oh my God. you're
0: kidding me i'm
1: not kidding you and it explains that, so much that that makes so much sense right what a shit show <laughs> exactly
0: yeah you're like yeah why does none of this make sense it's because they were just winging it the entire time no wonder
1: the mythology goes off the rails if you don't yeah. have the show bible
0: yeah like you don't you don't know where you're going and that only takes you so far like i don't think the like i'm definitely not one of those people that thinks you need to have it plotted out precisely right. no. like there's definitely things that can change right but you a- do have to have a like a rough idea of where you're going it's, it's like
1: a living document you know but like it like you don't have like so with no show bible not only do you not have any idea where you're going but you have no way to tell anyone else who could possibly write for the show any idea of what you're doing or where you could go that's it's why just-
0: the mythology was only ever chris carter and frank spotnitz oh because like no one else could pop on and you would have to do so much research, and then it's just like winging it That's at this insane. point. Yeah, it's it's a mess. That makes
1: that makes so much sense. Dear God,
0: <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. I think I even saw someone I follow say that like they thought Fringe was better than the X Files, and it's like if you're looking at the mythology, yes, but like the X Files' strength was never in the mythology, right. or at least now it certainly isn't. You know, now that we have hindsight, but like. Yeah, if you're judging the Ice files for the mythology, you're going to think it's a shit show, because it is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> God. But it's not about the mythology, it's about everything else. Right. But then, while they're talking, Mulder gets a phone call, and they're like, everything okay? And they're like, uh, uh the, the, the police think they found Scully. And they're like, is she okay? He's like, no, uh, they want me to identify the body. Very sad. Yeah. He needs to stay there and have comfort from his friends, you know? Like, the lone gunmen don't really know what to do. Right? It is really sad. It's just... Yeah. Mm. It's just like... It's like, did anyone ask for angst? Me. I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's going into the garage uh, for the morgue. He's He's very...
1: I think he's playing it well. He's not like overselling it necessarily. I will. You can tell he's like trying to hold it in. Yeah. I think like he's, he's very good at like, he's like calming himself. He's like kind of stealing himself in the car exactly. before he gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good quiet moment, you know? Yeah. And then the, uh, the plainclothes man pulls up and he's like, get in the car.
0: We have to f- go figure this out. And he's like, I'm busy. You've maybe me messed up my, my partner. I, I can't just hop in the car with you. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's yelling at him and getting mad. And so he goes to the morgue. I don't know if this is how it's... I feel like it's probably not usually set up this way, but the way it's set up in this scene is that the morgue, the window to ID the body is, like, right outside the park. It's, like, in the parking garage. It's, like, only accessible in the parking garage, but I've I've never had to identify a body, so
1: I mean, it seemed kind of odd. I'm sure it's, like, different, <laughs> yeah. especially because this is, like, they're at, like, you know, like, this this body is in, like, police custody, so it's, like, the police morgue, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Or the county morgue or something, versus, like, a hospital morgue or Mm -hmm. something else.
0: And a man with a a thick Canadian accent tells him (laughs) the details about how they found this body, like, shot in the head, naked on the side of the road, and Mulder's, like, okay, and then he goes to do the blinds, and (laughs) to borrow a line from Blaine, his face was so blank and expressionless. (laughs) (laughs) Like... What emotion do you think David Duchovny was going for here? Because I don't think it works. It just—it's just staring. (laughs) He's just staring. Like it's not even relief. Like, you know, because
1: we're—we can't see the body.
0: We get so we're supposed to get the emotion from him
1: that 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 this person is white, and we get that they have red hair. Like that's all we really get from like seeing the body because we don't really see it. So like, yeah, they didn't (laughs) like. I think some relief would be normal, but he just looks—he looks like he's looking at a grocery list. Yeah. (laughs)
0: And the only reason we find out what it is is he says it's not her. And it's like you could
1: have told that through your face. <laughs> through your face or or even by the camera showing us the body a little bit more cuz we yeah. already have the dramatic tension of a, of it leading up to it. Yeah, you know.
0: So this is a weird scene. I don't know what he was aiming for there. But it missed the mark. But of course it isn't her. And mother's like someone needs to tell her mom and it's like she's not answering. It's like she's not answering. Her daughter is missing and she is not answering the phone. Mulder's like, okay, that's sketch.
1: I know where Scully is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I that, that solves the mystery. She's with her mother. <laughs> exactly. So he goes to Maggie's house.
0: And he's like, where is she? And he's like, I haven't heard from her. I don't know where she is. She's like, don't come in here. I'll call you if I hear from her. <laughs> And so Mulder barges in. He's like, I need to see her. And Scully is there. And she points her gun at Mulder. And it's really tense. And this is the scene that, like, a lot of... Some of the other conversations they've had in other episodes are really mirrored in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot about... One of the biggest obvious ones, to me, is Anasazi. Because in that, like, in the scene where Scully takes his gun to check and see if he killed his father and he calls her to tell her and she says, Mulder, you're sick. You don't mm-hmm. know it. I'm just trying to help. And Mulder says, same thing here. He says, you're Scully. You don't know, but you're sick. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that parallelism, you know, and and there's also the parallelism where she... So Scully's thing is she thinks that Mulder's been in on it the
1: entire time, that he's been collaborating with the people that abducted her and inflicted all of this trauma on her. which and is killed why her sister. And killed her sister, which is why she's freaking out so much.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, she's, she's like, you're, you, this has been set, I've been set up the entire time. She's having a major trauma response.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's, she's, she's just like, you, like, she's so paranoid. And she's like, you, you're helping them. And. And he says, like, Scully, you're the only one I trust. Very sweet. And also a callback to EBE because Scully Mm -hmm. says that to Mulder when Mm -hmm. she's questioning Deep Throat's evidence. And he says, I trust him. And she says, Mulder, you're the only one I trust. And so those sort of, you know, little, which I don't even know if they're necessarily references because. They're kind of common phrases. Like, right. they're not...
1: They're, like, common phrases of the show, but...
0: Yeah, and also, like, they make sense within the context. It doesn't, mm-hmm. They don't feel out of place, but I did like the parallelism, because both times, usually it's Scully having to do this, and, right. and Mulder being the one that has to do this. It's really interesting. And then Maggie steps in front yeah. of Mulder um, to, to de-escalate the whole thing. Because,
1: yeah, Scully's, like, he's trying to kill me. Yeah. And she seems
0: very primed to actually shoot and kill Mulder. Yep. And so Maggie steps in and gets her to calm down a little. It's really sweet. It's very
1: sweet. Yeah, I like how Mulder's like, she'll listen to me. It's like, no, she won't listen to you, but she will listen to her mother. It's her mother's the one that like, kind of like, it's it's really sweet whenever her mom is like, you know, I wouldn't let anyone hurt you, which is why you came here, because you're scared Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let. I'm not gonna let him do that, right? And that's yeah. just like really, really sweet. Like these two women have been through so much together.
2: Yeah. And like
1: I really love that it's it's her mother that gets her to calm down a little bit, and eventually, you know, she never actually gets the gun out of Scully's hand, which makes me a little nervous <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, kicks the gun away. Yeah, because it's like cocked, it, right? It, yeah. <laughs> like seriously. Um. But like you know, like it is really nice. Yeah. Mm. It's so sweet. Yeah.
0: There's something. There's something to be said about how how bad scully is in this episode i mean like you know emotionally Mm -hmm. they're like even Mulder, who she does trust almost completely like that trust gets shattered because of this and the only person that can pull her out is her mom yeah and so it's a couple days later and scully's in the hospital recovering and Mulder comes to visit and immediately turns (laughs) the tv off
1: (laughs) he comes to visit puts his hands in the air and turns the tv off (laughs) he's like no no tv no tv (laughs) and don't shoot
0: me (laughs) yeah and, and and he's like, "How are you feeling?" And she's like, "Ashamed."
1: And it's like, "She's embarrassed." Oh, yeah. Poor baby, you wouldn't be embarrassed? It's okay. Yeah.
0: But I told I would be embarrassed if I oh. accidentally had a psychotic break.
1: Like a yeah, of TV, yeah. Just had a, like a manic rampage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Every time I tweeted about the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "I was so sure someone was you were out to get me, or S- someone was out to get me." And Mulder's like, now you know how I feel. <laughs> 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 that was funny, buddy. He he had been doing some research, and he realized that uh, Joseph Patnick, his parents or er, his parents were Holocaust survivors, mm-hmm. and so the the man who was doing ethnic cleansing, that In was Bosnia, his that yeah. was his fear. That was that was, was his greatest fear. And Helene Redox's fear was her husband cheating on her
1: which I get, but like greatest fear. It, it seems like pretty minor compared to, um, this like Holocaust survivor. I'd like, like one of these storylines survivor. One of these is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, girl, your husband cheating on you. It's really like, while that is a very shitty thing to go through. Yeah. Um, pretty minor compared to, story. yeah, that's
0: like emotional trauma. Not like fight or flight. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, Different levels. <laughs> yeah. But then Mulder talks to her doctor, and she had elevated serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. And then Mulder thinks act ask, um, well, would you give a meth diagnosis? And she's like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, this is definitely just signs of a manic episode.
0: And so Mulder's like, hmm, that doctor is suspicious now. And so he calls, and he's led back to the hotel they were staying at. And whoever is doing this is very quickly cleaning up because the doctor is not at the hospital anymore. Mm-hmm. Mulder races to the hotel where Stroman was staying at, and the hotel manager just uh, unlocks the door. And he's Mulder's, like, you
1: want to go first?
2: He's like, <laughs> he's Damn like, straight.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'll let you go first. <laughs> he doesn't want to get shot at again. This poor hotel manager. Yeah, he's he's fed up.
0: And so Mulder finds a Morley cigarette and a phone number. Which I think leads him to this house. hmm And so he goes to the house and he's outside, but he sees the cable guy and Stroman in the house. And then he hears the gunshot, and he barges in, and it's X. Which is like what? You yeah. know what I mean? Not like who what we were expecting on? to see. Yeah, yeah. Like and so they have this whole and and Mulder's like, I didn't know I was working for you and X is like well, you failed. I this was always my orders to kill these people. I was just hoping you'd get there first and get the information and you didn't. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, X is like really not sympathetic to Mulder at all. Like ever, yeah. but especially right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's like, "I, you know, it's not my fault you didn't get to it in time. You know, I mm-hmm. gave you what I could." And and Mulder's pissed because like Scully almost died or, right for this. And he's like, "You lead me by in the shadows." You give me crumbs and you expect me to figure it out as he pulls his gun on X. Dumb. (laughs) It's like, first of all, you're not a bad enough bitch to kill X. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, like, this is not the first time Mulder has pulled his gun on X, but, like, you think he would learn that it's never a good move to do. Like, X will win. Like And X is so unfazed. He's like, yeah.
0: What, you're going to kill me? (laughs) (laughs) You think you can kill me? Right. And X says, you need me. Mm -hmm. And he's right. And so Mulder lets him go, and it's it's so it's so bittersweet because like yeah. he didn't learn anything. He he puts Scully's life in danger to learn like nothing really.
1: Well, ultimately he chose Scully over the truth because he That's had the true. chance to get into the car, but he at the morgue. But he chose Scully. Yes, I love over I love.
0: It. They just need to constantly reinforce this to us, yeah. and I love it. It's it's
1: actually really sweet. It is. But this is the consequences of that choice, Mulder. Mm-hmm. And you don't he get should both. know by this now. Right. He should know that he, he can't have both. Yeah.
0: And so they have a, there's like a quick scene with Skinner wrapping up the case. And they kind of just recap that they didn't really learn anything. And they don't know who killed Stroman and the cable guy. And then we have this end scene with X getting into a car with a cigarette smoking man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And apparently, they shot the scene of him walking down the alley like for hours and then like the actual dialogue for like half an hour. Seriously? (laughs) Yeah, they're like, we need to get the look just right. Oh, God. (laughs) And yeah, and so we have this scene with X telling him, like, kind of updating Cigarette Smoking Man on what happened. And they say the man, Mulder's informant, has been taken care of, which like Mm. X sent this guy to do this and then just. Killed him presumably, and then cigarette Smoky man's like and his informant. And X says that man is yet to be identified, but it's the first clue for us that like X might be in danger. You know, the first
1: hint that like, I mean, he's always said that he's in danger, that he's putting his life at risk mm -hmm. by like contacting Mulder. I mean, and this is like the first hard proof that he's right. Like we always kind of knew he was right. Yeah, like he's dealing with some very serious things, but this is like really. Like, yeah, X is in X is in trouble. Baby, you're in be. danger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the episode.
0: And now it's time for our segments. And first, we have
2: Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder! Damn it, Mulder! Mulder!
0: The Mulder rating. <laughs> and uh, as always, I will go first. And I think I gave him a two for Jose Chung, so I'm going to give him a two here. <laughs> Even though I think I think Jose Chuck was a little too low, but I think he earned his two here because he's very sweet. Like he's kind mm-hmm. of he's not, he's not like a jackass, but he's kind of his quippy self early. But then right. like when shit hits the fan, and he needs to get serious, he gets serious. Yeah. So I think he's a very sweet. He's he's perfect in this episode. So a two
1: yours. I actually gave him a five, which is oh. my lowest Mulder rating. You, you, we couldn't even get you below with his sweetness no because 5 no. is my lowest <laughs> rating but that he is very sweet in this episode um i I, d- it, I mean you can't i can't give him a high rating whenever he literally chooses her over the truth exactly like, that's why she give him something
0: below a 5
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but yeah i'm working is, i'm working on you he, we're going to get you below He's there. not necessarily annoying in this um episode a lot of like he definitely is kind of dumb whenever he's, like, making jokes, whenever Scully's, like, really not having it, but he yeah. just doesn't realize it yet. It's it's funny instead of, like, ugh. Yeah. Instead of, like, yeah, like, he's quippy instead of being a jackass, like you were saying. Yeah. And then we have...
2: So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully.
1: Uh,
0: Scully's sassiest moment.
1: Yeah, Um. it's definitely whenever she was, like, uh, talking about him taking the scrambler not taking the scrambler to pendril she's like really because uh i just <laughs> called pendril and he said that you never showed up to the appointment i made it's very spurned housewife mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. she knows shit is up and like she's on he, to him yeah she is like she knows shit is up and it's like she's like you can't try to pretend otherwise mm-hmm. it's very good minus a
0: look she gives him after he says anything good about the videotape. It's <laughs> a really good one. She rolls her eyes on him. It's so perfect. <laughs> and then... Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90s moment. Uh, mine is the line inter- interpolating freeware we pulled off the net. <laughs>
1: this episode is very 90s, though. It's, it's so 90s. It's it's almost hard to pick a 90s it moment for this episode. It is chock
0: full, yeah.
1: Mine is going to be the glitch um special effect on Uh the tv because like it definitely works better for like a traditional like tube television like it doesn't really that's not how digital glitches work yeah because like you know you can have like a video glitch right but like the the, like pixelation is like totally different yeah um so it would be that just because it's definitely made for a tvs that we don't have anymore, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, the explanation of how television works, very 90s. Uh-huh. That big screen TV, the children broke into the house to watch TV on, <laughs> yeah. very Incredibly. 90s. God, there's just so many good the, 90s All the VHSs. All the VHSs. Yeah. P- VHSs don't even exist anymore. Even QVC. Yeah. Well, and it's like those VHSs were like full size VHS tapes too. It's not like, I don't know, did you have the like recorder? You, did you have like the little vhs recorder where you could put the smaller tape in in the and it, oh yeah, yeah it would the bigger record one to the tape and then you could put it like in and it would read it yeah yeah, yeah. it's like not like even a like a micro sd with an yeah. SD card like yeah totally. but it's like a smaller tape mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. all the vhs is it's great incredible
0: yeah even even the kid was wearing a blue a denim jacket which is timeless but right it also feels very 90 yeah yeah, just an incredibly 90s episode. The cable box.
1: Like, do, do people even have cable TV anymore? I mean, I know yes, they do. Yes, but, but also it's digital. Right. Like, it's not actual yeah. cable.
0: Yeah, even even the U.S. switched the antennas to digital
1: in yeah. 2009-ish or so. Yeah. I remember because we had to buy my grandparents a new antenna.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got rid of the rabbit ears. Yeah. Now it's just like this. I, I'm looking at mine right now. It's just... You know, blank, weird, weird, weird paper type. It's not a paper, but it's just so weird, flimsy. Mm -hmm. Final, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But yeah, that was the episode. And why I chose it, I put this one temporarily on there. And then before we had to move Jose Chung back, this is going to come out close to my birthday. And Mm -hmm. so I thought it would be a nice little, little you know, a little self indulgent one for my birthday. It's still self-indulgent for your birthday. That's true. We are recording this before my birthday, mm-hmm. so your golden birthday. My, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, you know, I really like this episode. And I think it's really underrated. Um, I think it definitely gets some cred, but it's not the one people usually talk about. It's, mm-hmm. but I think it's it just it's very special to me, and I really like it. And I've discussed most of why I like it already, <laughs> so I won't repeat myself.
1: But yeah. Uh, I hope y'all liked it, too. I think it's a great episode. It's a great episode. It's really entertaining. It's really kind of nostalgic if you, like, were alive in the 90s and kind of remembered, like, watching TV in the 90s and or VHS tapes. Uh It's also, like, it's a fun, fun plot. (laughs) It's an interesting (laughs) plot. And then, like, it really, it's really good at building tension before the series finale, I think. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not necessarily linked to the series finale, but... It, it could be, honestly. It definitely just is, you know, things are a little tense right now. Mm-hmm. It definitely serves to reaffirm Mulder and Scully's closeness. Right. Yeah, it's great. It's a great episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So that was the episode. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we're Condensed Truth on Twitter. If you'd like to email us any questions, we're Condensed Pod at gmail.com. Or you can DM the Twitter account. I believe I have DMs open. Next week we are watching season three, episode twenty-four, Talitha Kumi, which I looked up how to pronounce.
2: Because
0: <laughs> uh, for the for the longest time I, I didn't bother looking up what language it was. It's Aramaic, and I just would pronounce it Talitha Kumi, and that's not how it's pronounced. Talitha Kumi. Oh, nice. <laughs> Talitha Kumi. And yeah, it's the season three finale. So we are we are at the finale. Finally finally we have a lot of season three
1: episodes i like season three though
0: i love season three so we'll have that episode and we'll have our little season three wrap-up and then we'll have a bonus episode and hopefully a mailbag if i can get some questions so yeah that's it have a nice um i guess this comes out after christmas but i hope everyone had a nice holiday whichever holiday you celebrate this will even be after this will be after the new year i think
1: I hope everyone had a a nice new year, 2022. Yes, holy shit. We're
0: not. We're the. I hope it's better than the past two years. You know what I mean? Probably won't be, but yeah, maybe uh, Laura and I won't get frozen this year. Probably not. Fingers crossed. I mean, it is like going to be 70. It's going to be almost 80 on Christmas. Yeah, so we're really in it. (laughs) So everyone, stay safe. Stay happy, stay healthy. I guess that's it. See you in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last one we're recording for 2021. Yep. So, this is a weird wrap up because all of this will have already passed. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's our podcast, so we can do what we want. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye.